0: Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday in which we are graced by the presence of the great civilian goat Greg Cosell. Again, back-to-back Monster Mondays with the man Greg Cosell talking about some of the elite prospects in college football this season. Looking ahead already, a little bit of a sneak peek to the 2023 NFL draft. There's a few quarterbacks I wanted to talk to Greg about that we didn't hit on last week. Plus, we got to get into the top wide receivers in college football, especially with what all these guys are getting paid these days. It is unbelievable. You can and, of course, should always check us out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL is me, Twitter and Instagram, even TikTok. You can hit me up at facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And a reminder, these are the two weeks that we've got some travel restrictions, so we're not going to have any tux takes. So if something big breaks, there's two things you need to know. Number one, I will address it on social media. So you need to follow me on social media. Number two, We will talk about it on the show, if it's something major, when we return from these two weeks of recording a bunch of the shows and the interviews earlier, et cetera. As you know, we still will have, when I come back, and when we come back, sponsor confirmation email winners. So take advantage of any of our sponsors like Express Clothing, Express VPN, Athletic Greens. In fact, you know what? While I'm talking about it, take advantage of Raycon's new fitness earbuds that help you take your workout to the next level with the power of premium sound and smart tech. So I wear these all the time, right? I wear them when I'm working out, when I'm working out on the beach, when I'm riding my bike. You know what else I wear them? When I'm driving with my family early in the morning and they're still sleeping. I put them in and listen to podcasts. Like I listen back to this one sometimes or I listen to other podcasts. I am telling you the unique earbud build, the interchangeable gel tips, Raycon's new ear stabilizer. Awesome. Now is the perfect time to pick up a pair of Raycon fitness earbuds. Right now, my listeners, that's you, can get them for $20 off and If you go to buyraycon.com slash Tucker, use my code on the page, you unlock an additional 15% off. Go to buyraycon.com slash Tucker to get access to this limited time offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The good thing about Greg Cosell, it's never limited time. You can always go back and watch or listen to old episodes including last week's when we hit on the biggest name quarterbacks. But there's still more to discuss. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Greg. So last week, we hit on the guys that are talked about the most. You were most intrigued by Will Levis. You love Bryce Young. We talked about C.J. Stroud having a pretty clean pocket. We talked about Jerkovic from Boston College. And I know the kid, and I've called a couple of his games, And I still can't remember how to pronounce his last name. I can't remember if it's Dracovic, Jerkovic, whatever. (laughs) Um, I got to ask him again. Uh, However, Greg, there are some other quarterbacks that people like, that you hear mentioned, that I feel like we sort of need to discuss. Uh, One of whom is Tyler Van Dyke from – well, I guess first of all, let me take a step back. I specifically asked you about four guys last week. I asked you about Bryce Young and Stroud as well as Jerkovic and Will Levis. Is there another guy that that you think deserves to be in that first group? Is there another guy out of sort of the guys we're going to talk about today that you really liked?
1: Uh, I mean, I think Tyler Van Dyke is a guy that is has the size and the ability that could well be talked about once he plays another season. He's he's a one-year starter. Uh, he ended up starting once uh, Derrick King got injured. He wasn't the starter to start the year at uh, U- the University of Miami. But he's a kid with good size. I think he's got a natural feel for throwing with pace and touch. He feathered throws really nicely. Um, I think he's got a good arm, but I, I, I didn't see him as having a big arm. Um, I thought that there's work to be done, which, you know, is not surprising. That's the thing. You know, first of all, we're watching guys who still have another year of college football to play. They're young players. So when I say there's work to be done, that is not a negative Ross. And I know many people hear it that way. Well, he doesn't like this guy. I mean, I'm sitting here watching tape. There's strengths, there's weaknesses, there's positives, there's work to be done. That's the way it is when you're dealing with young players. Um, I would say that Van Dyke is a big kid who throws it well. Um, I think that his core torque and weight transfer need to be improved. There's too much stress on his arm to to really drive the ball with velocity. Even though I think he has a very good arm, he just needs to tighten up his mechanics. And I think that will show up. Um, He was an aggressive thrower of the football. So, Van Dyke is one of those guys, given his size and his overall traits, that I think scouts and teams will watch very closely this year. You know, I think it's interesting just listening to you talk, Greg. You know,
0: it, it, it really is an important part of the evaluation for a kid to have a second year of starting at college football, especially yeah. a quarterback, which makes it so interesting. With the guys we've seen that were one-year starters, the Trubisky's, the Sanchez's, you know, it makes it a lot harder to just judge
1: a guy just by one year. Yeah, you'd like to have a larger sample size. That's the thing. I mean, traits are traits. You know, you can look at, at certain quarterbacks. Like, you know, you can look at Will Levis and you see, you know the traits. That's not the point. But as I've said so many times, and sometimes I think this, this gets lost, because of the emphasis on second reaction, playmaking dimension plays, we, we so focus on that now because we see that from some of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, you know, they run around and make plays, but we lose sight of the fact that at its core, quarterback is a nuanced, detailed, disciplined, craft position, and that takes time, and that takes reps, that takes coaching, and that doesn't happen overnight. No, it certainly doesn't. Uh, You know, um, some of the
0: other guys, I didn't realize just how good, Greg, Devin Leary's statistics have been at NC State, how long he's been playing. That's the other thing. I mean, Emery and I were talking about this on the College Draft podcast recently. I don't even know what these guys anymore, Greg, what year they are or how many years of eligibility they have left. I really don't. I mean, I... Different schools list it differently. It's, like, impossible to know where these young men are at um, at times. But I do know that Devin Leary's played a lot of football for NC State. He's a South Jersey kid, so don't yeah. show your bias, Greg. Um, <laughs> your some South Timber, Jersey bias. From Timber Creek High School in South Jersey, Ross. Yeah, but he, uh, I mean, looking at it, He's like breaking Philip Rivers' records. He's done some really good things. It seems like he's under the radar. Is it just a size
1: thing, arm strength? Yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys that when you watch him play, I think he understands how to play quarterback. He's very compact. He he understands that he needs to be precise and detailed and nuanced in everything he does because he's not very big and he doesn't have a big arm. So when you watch this college tape at North Carolina state, you see a very efficient short to intermediate timing and rhythm pocket passer. He was really good versus zone coverage. He just had a feel for attacking the voids and windows. He knew how to throw guys into those voids. He had a great sense of timing and he was very precise with his ball placement, but he, he, he's not, there's no real physical presence to him. He's small. Um, He doesn't really have the arm strength you'd ideally like to have. And by that, I I don't mean that you need to have Matthew Stafford arm strength. Obviously, you don't. We know Joe Burrow, who's a great quarterback in the NFL, does not have a power gun. Um, But I think Leary's arm is, that's going to be questioned, and I think legitimately so when you watch the tape. Um, And again, I do not know how he was coached in college, but the tape showed that he was pretty cautious and risk-free, especially on third down. He was very, very aware of his check downs and, and his outlets, which is a good thing. But when it's third and nine, throwing a three yard ball is not necessarily a good thing. So, um, you know, he's going to be an interesting guy because I think what people will probably say is he's a really good college quarterback whose traits may not be what you're looking for at the next level. Interesting.
0: Yeah. That, so he, he, I mean, he'll probably set every record at NC State. Yeah. Have an amazing career. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be an NFL. He, he sounds, like a,
1: sounds like a Chase Daniel. He sounds like an NFL
0: yeah, backup, maybe. Yeah,
1: I mean, and that could be the case. I mean, look, if you love him and you think he can play, you probably think of a Kirk Cousins. But Cousins is a much better passer with a stronger arm by a meaningful margin. So he's that kind of quarterback, Ross. I just don't know if he has enough traits. I haven't watched him that much, Greg. Can he run? Um not really. I mean is is he is he a statue? No, but he would have to make his living in the NFL as a pocket quarterback. He
0: sounds like the total opposite of the last guy I wanted to ask you about. And that's Anthony Richardson of Florida, <laughs> who's like a monster who can run, big,
1: all that stuff, but hasn't necessarily put it all together. And he hasn't played very much. So he's a perfect example. He'll obviously be the starter this year. Did not play a lot. In fact, because he didn't play that much last year, I actually watched every one of his plays. So I watched all of his 2021 plays. And let me tell you something. This kid is a physical athletic freak. Um, He is a big, physically impressive and imposing athlete. Tremendous, tremendous athleticism and speed. Freakish athletic traits. I mean, he's a dominant runner. And I'm sure at Florida, they'll take advantage of that. He's got size, athleticism, speed, explosiveness. That's a profile that he has not many possess. He's a playmaker. He's an effortless thrower. I mean, he can just flick it with his wrist. Uh, And he does have a pretty balanced and sturdy lower half. He plants his feet and delivers the football. Um, I think he's he's just a natural thrower of the football, but he hasn't played a lot. And I think he has much to learn about playing the quarterback position, but he's a a freakish athlete with playmaking traits for sure. And he's another guy that's going to be really closely watched by the NFL because the kinds of traits and size he possesses, uh, you know, we at NFL Films just did a whole thing down at the Manning Passing Academy. I was not there, but you know, my friends who work here where they are, and they, and they just came to me and said, God, you should see this this Richardson kid. He is just a freak when you look at him. So he's going to be looked at very, very carefully, but he's just a raw bone, big kid who needs to learn how to play the position. What about some of
0: these receivers, Greg? Is there is there a receiver that really jumped out to you? We've had several years in a row now with a bunch of receivers going
1: in the first round. <clears throat> Was there a guy that stood out to you? Um, I think the Ohio State kid, Jackson Smith Najiba, is a really good prospect. Now, he he predominantly played in the slot for Ohio State last year. My guess is, given the other receivers they have this year, he will probably do that again. I mean, last year, 104 of his 113 targets came out of the slot. Um, So the question is, and I've been around the kid. I've seen him in person. He's not very big. So the question is, is he just a slot guy? I mean, we had that discussion with a totally different kind of of athlete and player with Justin Jefferson when he came out of LSU because he played almost exclusively in the slot his last year at LSU. And obviously he can play on the outside. I think he's done pretty well in his first two years. Um, But he's a much bigger athlete than Smith Njigba. So I really like his tape. Um, He's got natural quickness. Uh, at both as a route runner and run after catch. He's short, airy, explosive. I think he knows how to attack the leverage of corners. Um, he worked very well inside between the numbers. Um, I like him a lot. I, I I think he's much more of a quick burst athlete than a straight line fast athlete, but that's okay. I mean, he's, he's I think he's a really, really good prospect. He's got outstanding route quickness and separation quickness and really good run after catch. So...
0: I'm curious about this. Did people not think Justin Jefferson could play outside because of any type of physical traits or just because
1: at LSU his success was inside? I mean, my sense of that, Ross, was that it was just a discussion. It wasn't he can't do it. You just didn't see him do it very much. So when you don't see someone do something, there's just an uncertainty, which is normal. You know, and, and I'm sure there were scouts and coaches and personnel people that said, oh, yeah, he can play anywhere and he'll be great. And then they say, told you so. And there were other guys who said, hey, I'm not sure. And because now we have access to the results, people say, oh, well, those guys didn't know what they were talking about. But he didn't really play outside at LSU. So you just – you were uncertain. Um, obviously, we know the answer to that now. Speaking of LSU, uh, Keyshawn Butte, their wide receiver
0: – is another one that people are talking a lot about which makes it i mean lsu's been putting a lot of receivers out in the nfl in recent years
1: yeah he's another guy that predominantly or a higher percentage lined up in the slot um for L, for lsu um you know he i think he's got the, the frame and size to play outside as well i think his tape showed more location versatility within the formation than smith Najigba's tape um He he did play Boundary X at times, the single receiver to the short side of the field. He's very competitive and tough working inside. I thought he had, for a young receiver, I thought he had a plan with different tools to defeat press, Ross. Hand usage, physicality, how he used his stem, short area quickness. Um, Very competitive and physical run after catch. I thought he was a consistent hands catcher, did not let the ball get into his body. I wouldn't describe him as explosive. I'm not sure he's a, he's a true vertical dimension and a true deep ball receiver. Um, but I think there's, there's a lot to like about him. Another guy, the question is, where do you line him up? Um, he could well be another slot guy.
0: Right. Um, anybody else, Greg? I know there's some other guys um, that people like in this class. Quentin Johnston, Jordan Addison.
1: Um, I mean, I'll tell you one guy I really USC. liked. I really liked Cedric Tillman from Tennessee. Um, okay. I thought he had the look and feel of an NFL receiver. He has size, stride length, physicality, competitiveness. Um, he played big, he played fast, he played f- powerful. You now, here's a guy that lined up almost exclusively outside the numbers. And I, I, I viewed him as a guy that could be a boundary X in the NFL. He's big. He's physically imposing. Um, I thought he showed excellent off-the-snap quickness on his release for a big man, and that allowed him very often just to defeat press coverage without any route disruption at all. Plus, he's with his size, he was also physical in attacking press coverage. So I, I really liked Cedric Tillman's tape. Very curious to see him play in the 2022 season. Curious about this, Greg. I, we know that the game is different
0: from college to the NFL. We've talked about it before. For wide receivers specifically, what's the biggest difference in your mind? What's the biggest change
1: from college to the NFL? Uh, A couple of things. I think number one, you have to be able to get off press coverage. You don't see a lot of press coverage in college football and you need to be able to get off press coverage. You need to have a plan. You can't have route disruption. I think the other thing you need to understand as a receiver in, uh, when you get to the NFL is you're going to see much more uh, disguised coverage looks, where coverage changes at the snap of the ball, and you have to be able to recognize that and make adjustments. And when I say adjustments, um, and I had a great conversation years ago with Sterling Sharp about this. So let's say you're running a route that's called for, you know, 16 yards, and all of a sudden the defense changes Maybe you're running the same route to get into a void, but you have to be at 14 yards because that's the way that the coverage dictates where you'll be in in a void. So the ability to then adjust your routes without losing the integrity of the route based on defensive uh, coverage changes after the snap of the ball. And sometimes that can take time because a lot of guys are just taught how to run routes and they run them robotically.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, any other guys
1: worth discussing? Um, I think Quentin Johnston from um, TCU is another really interesting process, another really big kid. Obviously, I don't have specific numbers, you know, size, all those things, height, weight, um, because these guys, you know, I, I normally get that at the Combine. Um, you know, he's another guy that I think uh, because of his size, he's tall, he's athletic, he's a long strider, he can work all three levels. He's got the stride length and play speed to be a vertical dimension. Um, He's he's another fascinating guy. You're getting more and more of these big receivers who can run. Um, And even if they don't run four fours, you know, what I say to people all the time, and I, I believe it, and I had to learn this lesson myself, okay? I was wrong on a lot of receivers years ago, Ross, and I had to learn this lesson myself. But stride length is a trait particularly when you have free access off the ball. And I know you do a lot of college games. Obviously, you know the NFL. You know, when you see guys who are long and athletic and they don't get pressed, you know they take three, four steps, and it seems like they're 15 yards down the field. Yeah, they gobbled up pretty quick.
0: Yep. So awesome stuff, Greg, as always. Really, really appreciate it. Looking forward to discussing more next week. When we come back here on the Ross Tucker football podcast, thank you for the time as always. Thanks, Ross. Really appreciate it. And you know what I really appreciate? The awesome clothes that I've been getting from Express. It's awesome. Look, everyone needs a new polo or two, some new button downs. You know what I like about Express? If you like their polos, and you will. With their vintage inspired polos, you can just get several different colors. That's how I've always shot. If I like something, get several different colors from it. And you can do it online or in store and find something for every destination at Express. Shoutouts are in order, by the way, for who do we have shoutouts for today? How about Pizza Boy Brewing? How about Sportaculture? HumanheadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, and of course, Evergreen Economics. We're going to have an awesome week. We're going to get Robert Turbin's running back rankings later in the week. Really looking forward to it. That's he and I got into a heated debate about one guy's ranking. He might play for the Cowboys. You're probably familiar with him. And then maybe Tony Baselli. at the end of the week would be amazing. Can't wait to go to Tony's Hall of Fame induction. I've never actually been. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a fun week here on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Obviously, check out the college draft, even money, fantasy feast. I think we're done here.